There are a couple guys in the Bible study class this morning. Um, it was quick notice. Some of you didn't even know about it. And uh, some who did know about it probably couldn't come today. If you think you might be interested in coming next Sunday, there are questions on the table where you sign in uh, with your name tags. Uh, this is how it works. I hand up questions. You try to answer them using the Bible and whatever other study uh, tools you have at your disposal. Or you just come and listen to whatever what other people have discovered. Uh, any, either way, it will be interesting for you. I read from 2 Kings, second chapter, first 12 verses. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way to Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you not know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, do you not know the Lord will take your master away from you? And he answered, Yes, I know. Be silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went and stood at some distance from them as they were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water. Their water was parted to the one side and to the other until the two of them crossed on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha said, Please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. He responded, You have asked a hard thing, yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it will be granted you. If not, it will not. As they con 
continued walking and talking. The char a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah ascended in a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha kept watching and crying out, Father, Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. But when he could no longer see them, him, he grasped his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. According to verse 1, the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind. Yes, a whirlwind. This is the first time a whirlwind is mentioned in the Bible. In other places, it's used to show God's anger. Today, we have a brand new airplane that can carry rockets and satellites into space. She has a wingspan longer than a football field, the longest in the world. She measures 238 feet from nose to the tip of the tail, and she is 50 feet from the ground to the tip of her tail. She weighs a half a million pounds and is powered by huge passenger jet engines. Her name is Straddle Launch. This colossal aircraft is the brainchild of Paul Allen. When Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. Who is the co-founder of Microsoft. Allen wants to carry payloads, satellites and humans into space in ways that are more economical than the ground-based rockets. Straddle Launch is scheduled to make its first flight next year. No whirlwind will be required. Straddle Launch will make a connection between Earth and the heavens. It will take a payload into space and then safely return to Earth. Something similar happened to Elijah when he was airlifted into heaven in a whirlwind instead of dying. He went directly to heaven and later returned to earth in the transfiguration, which, by the way, today is Transfiguration Sunday. He appeared alongside Moses and had a conversation with Jesus. This showed the disciples that Jesus was the continuation of what God had started with the Old Testament law and the prophets. Today, Jews still expect Elijah to return to earth ahead of the Messiah. A place is set for him when they gather for their annual Passover. Elijah is expected to return to earth to continue the work that God has called him to do. So let's not talk about the prophet and his whirlwind. It is better to discuss Elijah 
and his straddle launch from ground to sky and safely back again. Let's talk about continuing the work of the prophets. The prophet is a living link between earth and heaven. He helps us remain connected to God and proves that earth is not just, or rather heaven is not just about the afterlife, but is also a place that has an ongoing impact on the choices we make in this life. When we fly with Elijah and his astraddle launch, we keep our eyes on both heaven and earth. We give thanks for the gift of salvation, but we also put our heart, mind, and soul and strength into doing God's work in the world. We put effort into changing the world as it is, into a world as it should be, all the while remembering that Jesus taught us to pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With God's help, our challenge is to do whatever we can get the ways of the world in line with the values of heaven. We begin to process by we began the process by carrying forward the work of the biblical prophets. Elisha certainly had this desire in verse 9 when he asked his master, please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. Knowing that Elijah was about to depart, Elisha wanted the spirit of his master to fill him so that he could continue his work in the world. As we listen to the prophets, we hear a clear and consistent cry for justice. Isaiah in verse 1 and chapter 1 verse 17 challenges us to learn to do good, seek justice, rescue the oppressed, defend the orphan, plead for the widow. Jeremiah 5:28 criticizes those who do not judge with justice and cause the orphan to make it prosper and to do not defend the rights of the needy. We could also quote similar cries from Hosea and Micah. In communities across the world, Christians are challenged to inherit a double share of the spirit of those biblical prophets. Here are some actions that could result from the gift of a double share of the spirit. Making sure that our neighbors are treated fairly. Making sure that the weak and poor get the help they need. Reaching out to elected leaders to pressure them to take actions that will benefit everyone, not just the wealthy and the well-connected. Elijah himself becomes famous for helping a poor widow and her son. 
Not only were they dying of hunger, but they were also foreigners, residents of Zarephath. When we inherit a double share of Elijah's spirit, we enter new territory and help people in need. We join God's prophets in seeking justice, rescuing the oppressed, and defending the rights of the poor. This puts us on board of Elijah's straddle launch and connects the needs of the world with the values of heaven. Now let's talk about continuing the work of Jesus. This work continues when we act in ways that are consistent with the ministry of Jesus. But here's the problem. At times we neglect the specifics of what Jesus did in the world. We focus instead on his sacrificial death and resurrection. Take, for instance, the Apostles' Creed. It is one of the great statements of faith, but it says nothing about the ministry of Jesus. It begins with the words, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary. There is nothing wrong with that statement. It is the foundation of our faith. But look at what comes next. Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. Again, there is nothing wrong with that statement. It, too, is the foundation of our faith. But there is a whole lot missing. The entire life of Jesus is jumped over between born of a Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate. Where is the teaching, the preaching, the healing, the miracles of Jesus the Christ? The Presbyterian Church USA tried to fill this gap in the 1980s. They added a statement about what he did while on earth in human form. We as disciples of Christ do not recite creeds and actually have little knowledge of them. Yet we sometimes emphasize who Jesus is and ignore what Jesus did. The point is, what Jesus did is every bit as important as what Je- is who Jesus is. His preaching, his teaching, and healing changed the world, as did his eating with outcasts, forgiving sinners, and calling all to repent to believe the gospel. When we believe in Jesus, we don't only believe that he is fully human and fully God. We also believe that his ministry brought the world a little closer to heaven, and that it gives us an example of how we are supposed to act in this world. 
Both Elijah and Jesus are riding a straddle launch that goes to heaven and back. And they invite us to join them on the amazing ride, a ride that speaks truth and power, that seeks justice, and that reaches out to the poorest and the neediest among us. When we get on this ride, the ride that bridges heaven and earth, we help to move our world a little closer to the values of heaven. Amen.